right. Hey, what's up, guys? Back with a, another season of The Rig. I'm joined here with a new host. His name is Mr. Jason Willis. We're going to refer to him as Jay Will, the kid. There's going to be lots of different names for him along the way. He has some favorite names for himself as well. But we're back with another season after a little bit of time off. Jason, why do we take a little time off from the podcast? Do you know why we took some time off from the podcast? Yes, I, uh, uh, we were tired. It was exhausting. <laughs> we, we had said all that we could uh, say. We were bored. We had nothing else to say. We had to, go, we had to go learn more stuff and think about what we wanted to tell other people. Maybe that, how's that? Absolutely. No, that's perfect. Uh, we were kind of rolling along pretty well there for a little bit. And um, we're hopefully to get back into that rhythm here. Uh, and I got Jason here today to talk about one of the things that we do here at CrossFit Northland that we call the 14er trip. So tell us a little bit about what the 14er challenge is and where it came from. Well, I guess um, it's now four or five years in. Um, we st- I, we started it, want to get people out of the gym, do something fun, we, um, something challenging. It actually started as I wanted to do like, do it kind of like the, the, the tour de France, France, tour de France. Um, I don't know if <laughs> Lance, that's right. Tour de France. Lance, uh, I like, I like the other one. It sounds, it sounds more, more, uh, appropriate tour de France. Yeah. So the one that you gotta Lance the, cheated in, you got to do the, you got to do the fronds, fronds like the back of the Hans, throat. Hans and fronds, exactly. <laughs> exactly, bump you up. There we go. Sorry, as I digress. So we would do it like the Tour de France. So we'd have like multiple days, multiple sections that we were going to climb. We we're going to do, I think, like eight or nine in a three or four day period, and give something for people to train for. And actually have a winner and then have a division that is just a, you know, um, uh, participation instead of people just climbed and they didn't actually care to try to win, but you'd have like a winner's jersey and it was all thought out and it was really cool. Turns out not too many people want to do that. It was too intimidating. <laughs> so we scrapped the multiple peaks. Um, we did that the first year though. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the first year we had seven on the agenda. and uh, You got five in, didn't you? One, two, three, four. Did you do Grays and Tory? I think technically it's six because Sherman's still on there. But we okay. like, because we did four, like uh, yeah. Lincoln, Broston, Crest, and Sherman are all on one. So gotcha. we did four. Gotcha. So you did five. And I think I technically did six since I did not make the first one. But yeah, so it started out like that to be something to train for, something outside of the gym, something that I really have loved. And what it has turned more into is a time to get uncomfortable and a time that is to be with friends and to be really uncomfortable with friends for a day, you know, or even a weekend. I guess one thing that I'm really passionate about is getting uncomfortable more often and this idea of comfort is safety, when in reality, like un- discomfort, being uncomfortable is more safe than comfortable. And that um, whenever we're comfortable, we feel safe. But that's, you know, I always liken it to like my daughter's getting ready to drive. Like, I don't want her to feel comfortable driving. I would love her to have just a little bit of discomfort, not feeling that uh, of all the time that this is easy. And then getting an accident. And I think we can, you know, scale that to life of how do we continue to be uncomfortable so that we're always kind of on edge, always pushing 
Um, do you think that, that do, discomfort also, like, is there a, is there an, an, an um, does that port, like, does that go towards fear? Like, is it good to have a decent, a little bit of fear in your life? Is that what, do you think it's a one-to-one correlation there? Or is it, is that, do you think it's different? Oh man. Um, so now we're just talking about your fear. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's Never mind. Maybe, maybe too deep. Uh, the, just the thought of like, uh, I, I worked in pulse power. So I worked in like high voltage scenarios where like you could get killed by the things that you're around. Um, yeah. and the, the guy was, who was in charge, my boss would always say it's, it's, it's healthy to have a little bit of, it's like, it's good to have a little bit of healthy paranoia around things that can kill you. Uh, yeah. And so being, just being aware of mm. the fact that like mm-hmm. what we do on a daily basis, isn't necessarily like it, that's not, that's not all that there is. And so I'm kind of, I'm hearing you say like sometimes getting out in a situation like that and realizing, oh, there's boundaries that I don't go to on a daily basis. Uh, maybe it's not necessarily fear, but just awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they're almost, they're somewhat different. Cause I think when you say fear, I say, res- I, I've always used the word respect and I think they're the same meaning, mm. like respect what you're doing. Uh, if you don't respect it, you're, you're, you're kind of do it flippantly. So I think fear, those, those are definitely interchangeable there. And for me, the idea of comfort is just doing stuff you've never done before um, could cause fear, could cause excitement as well. And I think the feeling inside often, you know, raised heart rate, sweat a little bit, uh, you know, some butterflies in the stomach. We can't tell often if that's fear or excitement, right? Like, gosh, they, they kind of have the same emotion or the same physical reactions Reaction, a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and I think, so the big reason for the 14er is to get out there, uh, stay in a place, you know, um, while yes, some people stay in a, a hotel or have this uh, a cabin, but the idea is like, go and be uncomfortable for three days. I'm asking for three days to go be uncomfortable. Maybe that's sleep in a tent, Maybe that's sleep in a tent and climb a mountain. Maybe that's just climb a mountain, but have an extended period of time that is uncomfortable for you because that, 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 that you'll surprise yourself. See that you can go to different places. And if you can do that for three days a year, my guess is you can come back and you can do that at your job. You can do that as a parent of like, I'm going to go to an uncomfortable spot with my kid today because I'm going to talk about something that I didn't want to talk about. Um, or I'm going to go ask my boss for this. I'm going to make this stand all stemming back from one rite of passage, one crucible moment, um, that is really tough that, um, that, that kind of spurs little spots of in your everyday life. And that's the real reason for the 14er. It's not, um, the, the 14er challenge, the, the hanging out, the, community aspect is is fantastic get to see each other eat with each other uh, have fun stories all centered around a tough moment you know uh, my hope is people start getting nervous the night before like oh man what's gonna happen am I gonna be able to make it am I gonna get sick am I going to be scared because it's pretty stinking high and there's rocks uh is a mountain goat going to attack me along with uh uh what are those pikachus no 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 that's what we called them pikas yeah um if you don't know what those are google those they're pretty uh they're very very cute in case you're curious it's what the it's what the original squeaky toy was was uh designed after uh 
and so you, you actually brought up something interesting because I think it kind of ports to what it is that we do with like a normal CrossFit class, right? Like, so there's this experience of discomfort. There's this experience of uh, pushing yourself maybe to boundaries. However, you're also doing it with people. Uh, and that can be something that can give you, yeah. you know, energy. It can give you, help you, help you do things that you didn't otherwise think possible. So like we went to, to the, you know, the seal fit experience that we went to in California. And that was kind of the idea that you're, you know, you're capable of a lot more than you think you are. Uh, and a lot of that comes through the, the, the people that you surround yourself with. Uh, so that's really cool. What would you say to um, someone who has not done? Well, hold, hold on a second. Let, let's, let's talk about what a 14er is real quick. Cause I've, I realized that I jumped right past that. Uh, so what is, what is a 14er? Yeah. We almost need to record that, like cut this and put it at the beginning. Right. So like 14, <laughs> that's uh <laughs> Yeah, everyone's like, we've lost people and they're not even listening at this point because they have no <laughs> idea what a 14er is. But um, that's, uh, that's really good. So a 14er is a 14,000 foot mountain. Um, those are the tallest in the continental 40 uh, US. Yes, so there's yeah. nothing taller than a 14,000 foot mountain. We're about at 1,000 feet here. What? Yeah, ch I checked my watch, 1,000 feet here. So um, essentially we're going up a few miles above where we're at now you know and the um i think there's 30 or 40 in the u.s so there there's still quite a few but there's not there's not a lot it's pretty kind of an elite uh feat that not a lot of people get to do and truly if you're on a couple years ago we did the tallest in um and the tallest 14er and it's like we were literally the highest point in the u.s and that was pretty cool just to say even if it's five feet but like you know now were we halfway up everest sure but we're not talking about like being halfway up everest <laughs> yeah at the top i mean we could you could talk about denali too but we're talking about the 48 united the 48 states uh in the of of this of this section of of north america uh how many and most of the i know i know not all of them are in colorado is that true just most of them are there yeah i think there's i think there's only two outside of colorado maybe three i think there's um yeah i think there's three and so. uh i guess and that's typically where our, our 14 or challenges have revolved around has been we try to go to colorado to the rocky mountains and knock out one on an annual basis after that first year where we tried to do five or seven uh or however many it was across the weekend we realized that most people weren't necessarily down for that type of excitement or discomfort uh and so we've we've, we've scaled it back a little bit and that's that's not to say that the 14 are still isn't difficult because uh, it is very difficult. Like it, you might hear that and say, well, shoot, why, why would I want to do that? If I, you know, we, before you were trying to do five to seven and now we're doing just one, one by itself is very difficult. Well, the reason why we went to one uh, was to make it more uh, accessible, more approachable. But even with that being yeah. said, um, and this is, I'm going to ask the question about training. Let's let's say elevation uh, sickness aside. Like, what's what do you think is the biggest training holdback for people? So, like, if you've been, if you've been, let's say you've been sedentary. Let's say you haven't been doing anything. Would the, do you think a sedentary individual is going to have a harder time getting up that mountain than a someone who's been training, or is it maybe to have nothing to do with the physical aspects of fitness? That's a fantastic question because um, we've we we've ran this case study with uh, so on the fourteen or trips anybody can come it's it's open to for anybody um and spouses come and spouses that don't work out come and 
what's interesting is several times the spouse that doesn't work out has made it to the top. Um, I think there, there's an asterisk there. You have to have a baseline, you know, like, yes, there has to be some sort of fitness level that is necessary, but the fitness level that is necessary is far less than what people expect. The mental aspect, the exposure to time, walking over time and looking up and thinking, man, I still have another three miles to go. That's happened on the trip and people have cried. The time being out there is what is what really is the, the biggest piece. The hardest part is the mental aspect of like, can I take another step? Gosh, yeah. and you're all, and typically uh, why people don't is they're always thinking about the way down. Like, oh gosh, this is not this is going to be this much longer till I get to the bottom. Instead of thinking about one more step in front of them, they think about all of the steps that you know after um, hours away that have nothing to do with the, the, the present time. So um, definitely the physical aspect um, need, you know, you need to put some, some time on your feet, your, your bones, your um, just impact, because you're going to have some weight um, impacting your feet for, you know, anywhere from seven to 10 hours. Um, so there's that, but that is, that is far less than the mental aspect of it. And uh, just for, I guess, for some reference there, how, how, how long are the 14 or hikes typically? Do you remember, do you remember where, I mean, I don't remember all of them. Um, I know they're, they're lengthy. And do you, do you remember some time frames? What I like to think is you can hike at about two miles an hour. That's a pretty healthy hiking pace that includes stops and whatnot. So if we're looking at 10 miles, a lot of them could be 10 miles. That's five hours. Right around five hours. Yeah. Plus however much time you stay at the stop. So yeah, you're talking like maybe five to seven hours potentially. Yeah. I think the longest one, I thought we were out. uh, Gosh, I I thought it was getting close to 10. Yeah. There was a couple of 10 hours. I feel like there was a couple of them that were a little bit, some of those longer, those longer approaches that were, um, closer to that long end, of the, but that's just just to his point. Yeah. That's the that's the I, I I would agree with you that that's the biggest um, physical and mental challenge, which is first of all finding the appropriate pace for you to maintain for that entire time because it's really easy to oh I'm a CrossFitter I, I exercise all the time I'm going to go out hard uh, and the, you <laughs> you burn yourself out if we if you're in a 20 minute AMRAP and you burn yourself out in the first minute you only have to survive for 19 more minutes <laughs> if you're doing a 10 10 hour anything. And you realize that you went out too hard and you might not realize it for the first 20, 30 minutes. You might realize it after an hour and a half, two hours that you went out way too hard. That's a, that's, I think that's the mental component, right? Because that's a realization of like, oh, I can't, I can't keep this level of output for the next two and a half miles, three miles. And so yep. there's a large, large portion of that, that is figuring out what your pacing is, figuring out what pace you can con- continue to move at. And one of the things that I think that I love that you talk about is literally just put one foot in front of the other, like, Take a step, take another step. Don't worry about the rest of it. Say you're going to, you know, there's lots of the, you know, mental, um, you know, the, the, like, I don't want to say like the mindset hacks, but like the idea of like, okay, set yourself micro goals. Like I'm going to make it up to that rock up there. Don't focus on the top of the mountain that seems so far away, but focus on something that's a little bit more near to you. And then the other thing that I think always helps is having people around that you're experiencing it with and realizing that you're in a beautiful place. Like, you're on top of a mountain 
I think some of the most mentally challenging ones that we've done have been when it's misty or foggy out <laughs> and yeah. you're at the, and you're walking up this mountain and you're like, I don't even get to see any of the beauty. Uh, but that's one of those, like, it just takes away one of those mental, mental hacks that is like, you can take your mind off of some of that pain and some of that discomfort by looking around where you are. Um, which has been an interesting, that's been, an, I think it's the last, happened the last two years. It's not going to happen this year. Of course I have no nope. control of that. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, you do. yeah, you do. I'm, Make it happen now, manifest it. Uh, but I think that that's a, uh, there, there's there's ways, I guess maybe that's a good way to end this. Do you have any favorite or recommended mindset or mental hacks or mental training type of things that, that people could be doing now to help them or, or to assist them with that, you know, the mental component? Because a lot of times it's a, oh, I don't know how to train for that. Do you have any, do you have any ideas about how, how people can train for that here at a thousand feet or wherever they're coming from? Yeah, I think we've kind of sort of, kind of touched on two of them one get people around you that encourage you that kind of push you along the way that don't allow you to stop they don't want the peak performance but the people around you don't allow you to stop which leads into the next point of I was really good at not turning my homework in in high school uh and middle school really all through school and the <laughs> teachers look at me and say Jason turn in something a zero is awful that destroys your uh, gpa, your GPA. Yeah. you yeah. can't have a zero a 30 percent is better than a zero write your name on a piece of paper and turn it in i still didn't do it <laughs> but um but the lesson was internalized that's right so a zero on a paper is equivalent to stopping so if you're stopping on the mountain you're not progressing at all you can walk really slow and it's better than stopping don't freaking stop so a uh, to train that is you go into a 20 minute workout and you don't stop, quit looking at the bar, quit looking at the ball that you drop for a wall ball, quit stopping at the door before you run out, walk out, make, turn it into a jog, turn it into a run. Don't stop, slow down your movement instead of stopping. And I think yep. that is so much more important, uh, such an important, uh, aspect of life is like this idea of consistency before intensity tortoise and hare if you can be consistent and constantly do something then you can turn up the intensity on something but until you can be in until you can be consistent on it don't worry about intensity just show up just yeah. do it and that could be and then you can even back it out and say let's not talk about that let's showing up let's show up to the gym for five, I'm going to the gym five days this week. I'm going to be consistent on doing that. Now, my workouts are like nothing. Maybe I, I, I walk through everything, but you are here. If yeah. you are there, show up, show up, always show up. Don't get a zero. Whatever kind of term you want to throw in there is fantastic because if you do that, you can always turn the intensity up. So if you're, um, it's really tough to catch up if you're stopping, if you're trying to make up ground on the mountain if you're and you want to go fast stop fast stop exactly with tortoise and hare right like yep. um just keep swimming yep. i mean it's that it's that simple disney does it. it or pixar does it every time right i love um, it so, i want to i want to expand a little bit too on your uh finding people who won't let you quit um because you always like to talk about that there is a uh like and I'm not going to steal your thunder about when people get to the top of the mountain, but it's easy to make decisions when you're not in discomfort. Yeah. Right. So like if you make a decision now that you want to make it to the top, tell somebody that that's what you want to do. 
when you get yeah. into the discomfort, it's going to be really easy to be like, hey, no, I don't want that anymore. I didn't actually want to do that thing. But if it's important to you now, tell other people around you, tell Jason, tell myself, tell one of the people that you know is going, who's going to be going on that hike with you. And maybe you guys become accountability buddies that you're not going to let the other person get into that discomfort and say, I don't want to do this anymore. Because almost invariably that will happen, right? Like, so almost invariably you get into that discomfort, you get into the pain. You're like, I don't want to do, I don't want to feel this anymore, which is true. You don't want to feel it anymore, but it's more like, do you want to make it to the top and have that accomplishment more than you are, are you, more than you want to deal with that discomfort for the section? And if you sit with it now and you say, no, I really want to make it to the top, make that decision now and stick with it. Find somebody yeah. to tell, tell so that they can help support you. And, and you know, people are, if you're sitting thinking, man, it's a 14 or it's just like, what, what are people talking about? I haven't experienced it. I thought it was just a hike up. I can hike 10 miles you know, it is significantly harder than that. And for, there are people that have like, this is the hardest thing that they've ever done. And it's, um, including childbirth, including childbirth. That, that was literally the yes. statement. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, it's all a mindset, right? It's all perspective. Um, and that's truly going back to, that's what needs to be trained is you can always move forward. You can get through this, um, but what's going to happen is your your brain about three hours in is going to start playing my or tricks with you. Your mind right. is going to start saying, "Well, maybe you can't." Well, what what if you get tired? What if this? What if this? Well, none of that's actually happening. And to your point, you have a person that says, "No, we decided we want to do this. You know that you can do this. This is okay. You are not hurt. Let's go." Yep. Is huge. That is because it's it's really that simple. Um, yep. yeah. The fourteener is that simple. Um, yes, you can you know roll an ankle. Yes, you can get altitude sickness. You take those things kind of the out. Yeah. Yeah. Like you There's can no make reason. it to the top. There's yep. none. Yep. Keep moving. No yep. Keep freaking moving. Uh, yeah. For the individuals who are maybe not in class and hearing about this every single day, uh, there's a, is there a website? Is it a public website? Can anybody go to that thing to see like the, the, yeah. what's going on? Do you have that off the top of your head? <laughs> yep. No, off I the don't. Top of mine. Uh, no worries. We can include that in our uh, show notes here. Uh, but there's a website that talks about uh, the 14 er challenge. Um, it's got some more information about where we go. If you guys, whoever's listening just wants to show up, we'd love to hike the mountain with you. And again, we do this every year. So if you're not able to do this one, we'll be back next year. Jason, anything you want to leave people with? No. Yes. I say no, uh, but I meant yes. <laughs> I said no and started talking. Go and do something uncomfortable. Go and find something that challenges you at least once a week, if not once a day. And then once a quarter, once a year, do something big that is super uncomfortable. Um, and usually that's going to require something physical. The physical aspect is super important. It's not just going to be always having a conversation. The physical aspect is going to spur the conversations. So go do something un uncomfortable. Yeah, love it. Safety, right. safety, safety is in the discomfort. There we go. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you joining us as we come back here with our first episode of actually whatever season this is. I think it's season five, but whatever season this is, uh, we uh, look forward to talking to you on the next one. Bye. See ya.